Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Vibe with Five episode. You got here myself, Joel Bayer, Stephen Housen, Rio Ferdinand, and our special guest today. Listen, man, one time you was the youngest player to play in the Premier League, Mr. Aaron Lennon. How you doing, man? Good, man. Listen, it doesn't just stop here. We're doing a normal Vibe with Five episode, yes, but we will be doing a career episode with the man himself. Hardly ever speaks, so it's going to be a good one. <laughs> oh, man. I think we should start off. There's a lot of chat about wingers, who should be going to England, who shouldn't be going um, going into the England squad. The Euros coming up. Obviously, England just played, beat Malta 2-0. Mm. Rio, I'll let you kick it off. Yeah, uh, boring. Yeah. Like, it's, it was how we used to be with England, though. We used to play some of these rubbish teams. No disrespect to, to Malta, but... You, was it Malta they played? Yeah, it was yeah. Malta, yeah. And you're yeah. like... <laughs> 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 and you're like Bro, it's, it's hard enough to watch it and playing it was similar. Yeah. You know, do you not feel like that? As well? Nah, them games, yeah. Honestly, you turn up to them. Like I said, no disrespect to them teams, but they were so boring and dead, these games. It's mm. literally like, you turn up, literally 70%, 60%, we'll win the game. Mm. And um, obviously everyone from the outside is expecting, why is it not this big performance? And Them games get difficult. After you've done it, like you're going to get the odd game, it's 7-0. But some of them, like literally, you're turning up, you know you're going to win, you get the job done mm. and you go home. Hopefully you don't get no injuries. I used to find it hard mentally for them games to get yourself going. I used to have to really like focus and get myself concentrated and really drill myself down. Otherwise I'd just bounce into them games like it was like a game in the playground. <laughs> That's what you used to feel seriously. It's hard. And I think them games are sometimes harder mentally yeah, than yeah. the ones to get ready for. I mean, if you look at the live score stats here, we've got England 75% possession, you know, 11 shots versus their fourth. You know, obviously they had three on target, two went in, you know, like it's literally pass accuracy. Well, 92%. It's, it's, you say two went in out of them three on target. That's not well, actually the case. Okay, own goal, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> they were one nil up with no goals, with no shots on target. Wow. When you look at the total, Steve, What's it say? I don't know what I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just more interested in, we've got a winger. Yeah. One of the quickest stop-start merchants I've ever played with or against. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, are you in the free Sterling camp? Or <laughs> are you <laughs> are you in him just being yes, out, out of the team? I've been having this debate, actually, with a few of my friends. And I, there's obviously something going on for me. Like mm. I said, free Sterling, honestly, because, like I said, he's on fire this season. Mm. Like I said, there were... I said he had an injury last season and he wasn't really at his best and stuff, but this season he's come out firing. Mm. He's walking past defenders again. He's uh, creating chances, scoring goals. And to me, the last few things I've seen, I'm like, man, something must have happened. Something must have happened behind what we don't know about. Because it's the only reason, because Gareth was picking him in every situation, even when he wasn't playing well, people were questioning true. him. Mm. Why he wasn't still picking him? Like, he's picking him all the time. So for me, something else has gone on that we don't know about. Have you, have you ever been in a situation like that where like a, a manager started putting you out or squeezing you out because you've had a conversation or situations happened? Uh, over the lines, yeah, a few times I think, and I think a few times I sometimes when I was younger, people don't um, notice of me, but like I'd speak out sometimes for other players. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If I thought something was going off in the, the meeting and I thought the manager was singling someone out, especially a younger player, as I got older, this is, and um, I definitely realised that now. They're squeezing me because of 
them situations. Really? Yeah, yeah, when you talk too much, man, the managers don't want to see here or hear player questioning authority or question him on a situation. You become a problem. Yeah. But Kevin Prince, Boateng said that in the last one, innit? when he was speaking up for the players on the Ghana squad, mm. that's when him and Selim and Terry got their bags packed, mate. Ticket home. Ticket home, <laughs> first class. See you later, no, but you're talking about Sterling here. Did you see the nutmegs that my man pushed oh. in that game? Wait, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't no. talk about this the other day, yeah? Against City, I listen, I've seen Carl Walker mm. have it with Mbappe have it with um, who else? Vinicius Junior, the yeah. top yeah, yeah. top two probably yeah. wide players he's in world football. If yeah. any, and the better of him, isn't yeah, it? and he, he's had both of them up right mm. to a certain extent where mm. they come off, and I know they're going. I respect this guy. Sterling was popping it through his legs, <laughs> was stopping and stuff. I see man all over the place yeah. slipping and like ice skates and. Cole Walker's the best right back in Premier League history, right? But yeah. there ain't many times where he, I know that he's come to that pitch and gone, rah, I've got work today. And I think that game, Sterling done it. And on the back of that, and you're thinking, rah, you can't even get in a squad against Moore. Yeah, you can't mad. Even get, it's mad. It's mad. mad. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, on. no, it's true. I mean, you, you look at that and you think, is it, do you reckon it's, do you reckon, in your opinion, it's safe to say that his career, England career is done? I don't know. Like I said, we don't know what's going on. Like I said, for me, some of bigs happen mm. because. Like I said, there's players in the squad. Um, like I said, I love Rashford, but he's not been playing well mm. all season, pretty much. Mm. And I mean, and he's ahead of him. Um, Cole Palmer's been nice coming through, but he's calling yeah. him up instead of Raheem. So, yeah, it's a strange one. I don't, I don't know if his career's done. It's do you, do you start Sterling? I would at this moment in time. I'm playing Sterling and Saka. You decide. Hundred percent Sterling Saka. At this moment of time, you know what I mean? A lot can change between the summer and now. Mm. But at this minute, I think the two players I'm playing is them two. Yeah. I mean, especially if you look at, for example, even Grealish, who's been, you know, he had a good season last year, obviously winning the treble, but this season, it's hardly yeah, featured. Starting, Come on, man. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to yeah. He's like Doku's an old throwback, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, he's a, I'm telling you, defenders, are, he's a nightmare for them now at the minute mm. because defenders have got so used to not defending anymore. Oh, this is what I like to hear. Tell me from a winger standpoint, please. Go on, what do you mean? Defenders, like I said. And for a while, defenders, especially in the bigger teams anyway, I find that they so have so much possession, they're just going forward. They don't defend. You might defend uh, two, three one-on-ones, for example, whereas you've got someone like Doku now. He's gonna, as soon as he gets the ball, he's facing you up. He's, mm. got, he's not coming inside. He's literally like, oh, I'm going past you. Mm. And um, I find that in my career, like I said, sometimes I play against the bigger clubs and I was like, going that way, it's, it's difficult. And you'd have 70% of the ball. But I thought, once I got the ball, I was like, well, this guy don't want to defend. Mm. Um, and who, who, what the players were you surprised about? Like you think, right, going into the game, big reputation, and then you get all of a sudden get in the game and go, right, I've got you on toast. I had it many games. I'm not even just saying like ever because um, I used to play well against Man United. I don't know what it was. Mm. I used yeah, you, to always you used to get on my well. fucking nerves, I don't bro. know what. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I used to get like most of the time. He said I was going past him easy, mm. going past him, um, and I, I didn't think he was a bad defender. Don't get me wrong, I didn't think he was a bad defender. I just felt like. He's got so used to going that way mm. that now all of a sudden he's got someone who's going, no, no, no. As soon as I get every time, I'm going to face you up. Mm. I'm going to get you on the back foot. Um, and I think for them, it's just a difficult switch. I've literally like, wow, I'm not used to this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, so in your mind, you're thinking, get me the ball. I'm going 1v1. Yeah, 100%. On the outside. 100%. Yeah, or even inside. Mm. Sometimes I switch it up. But most of the time, I know I'm going to the outside. I know you know I'm going there too. That's the free thing <laughs> of time. But I knew you knew I'm going there. You're too but quick. I'm still going past you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, there's some of the attacking teams, like I said, they're the bigger teams anyway. I just felt like even nowadays, I think there's more, they're like, they're like wingers. They're like yeah. right wing backs. I won't call them defenders. Mm. You know what I mean? And some of their better qualities, they're actually going forward rather than defending. Any other players? So for example, you said Everard, that's one. Um, yeah. Um, let me think. 
Like I said, it wasn't just everywhere. I said, I, 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 when I was young and firing, I didn't fear any fullback. What about Ashley Cole? Ashley Cole, yeah. Ashley Cole for me was the best mm. because even though he could go forward, he was actually, I think he was the better defender. Mm. Um, but I still felt comfortable playing against him. I wasn't like worried, like, oh no, this is going to be. It was the most hard. frustrating. Well, when you come off the pitch and go, I can't work out. Uh. Corley was up there because Corley was pushed you so far that way. Mm. It would be, and in my day, you had to go all the way back. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? Uh, as a winger then you did literally you'd be on your own box and he'd keep me there a lot inside outside overlaps and I was like well, I can't even get up the pitch I can't get on the ball because I'm doing too much what time. is it fitness with him or is it he's mental oh, like what is it ball. speed yeah, yeah. and they had the ball yeah yeah they had presented the ball yeah. and he was just clever timing of his runs people didn't realise Ash was actually a clever footballer also mm. so he mix his runs up so sometimes he'd be going outside then inside uh, he wasn't just one just overlapping he'd, he'd mix his game up like I, said, I, I don't think Ash was rapid, but he said he could run. He was quick. He had an amazing uh, engine. No, Ash was quick, just not compared to you, bro. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Ash, I had some good battles against him. Gail Cliche was another, actually. Gail Cliche mm. gave me some tough times. I thought he was a um, really, really good defender. Mm. But one that stands out for me, and I want him, like, people don't give him the ratings, and it's because I played against him every day in training, was uh, Benny Okoto. Is it? Honestly, Benoit could have been... You didn't even like football. He, that's the thing. But I'm saying if he did like football, <laughs> I'm telling you, people, like, even if you speak to the lads, they'll say, mate, Benny had everything. Fast, strong, could play, aggressive, um, everything. But he didn't like football, so he didn't care. So sometimes he, he switched off, he'd make mistakes. He didn't have that, I don't know, want to get to the top, top level. Mm. But for me, he had the as attributes, he had everything. Mm. See, it's interesting that you talk about, you know, what it was like when you're facing left backs back in the day. If you're looking at the the, the left backs or right backs, and now nah, they're, they're, they're almost midfielders. Like if you look at Trent, for example, he's yeah. playing in midfield. Do you reckon that's a position for him to stick at? Like for England at least? Or I think in certain games, like I said, because they have so much possession, mm. I think Trent can go in there. And mm. now they're doing that inverted uh, fullback. Perfect. It's perfect for him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's so good on the ball. He's, he's assist, even from there, he's going to get even more assists. Um, so, like I said, because especially we're playing for England, mm. they're going like, to sit in these games and majority of the games now. There's only a couple of teams that England have to be worried about, really. Mm. Um, but I think they can push forward. Like I said, they don't, they're barely going to defend in these games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously. You can play Trent in that game against Mola in midfield, but you play him against France and you're going to get absolutely tatered. Top and bottom, simple yeah. as that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I feel that's what, then that's why Kyle has to play in them games because and it's, but it's a one-off game. Do you know what I mean? In the rest mm. of the games, I think you can get away. Even mm. with James, he's a top player. Mm. Top, top player. He can play in all these games. But like 100%. I said, you get these one-off games and you've got Mbappe or Vinicius Junior out there, you probably need walks to deal with him. Mm. Um, and he's probably the only one that probably can. Mm. So, yeah. Just call it what it is. International football's dead. And there's no <laughs> <Yeah. point>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, till the tournament, yeah, it is like these qualifiers, quali are shit. qualifiers are just like France gone flawless in there. Fourteen nil France won the other day. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Crazy. Well Crazy. done. Yeah, yeah. You should, you dead should. hard for that. Yeah. <laughs> when you're looking at, for example, the England squad, well, the Euros that's coming up now. Yeah. For you, your standout players. Who are they? What are they saying, and why? Bellingham's doing a madness at the minute. Mm. Um, like. He's, I've watched him in games and for someone so young, I've seen him like pick the team up like when the team's not performing, whether it be mm. even just changing the tempo, making a tackle, mm. a bit of magic, driving past players. And he reminds me of, that's what I said, I'm not comparing him, but like Steven Gerrard used to do it at times mm. when we was playing. Mm. And um, like I said, for him to be doing it at that age, he's scary. Mm. Um, I think Saka's another one. They're like first two on my team sheet. Obviously yeah. Harry Kane also, he, he has to play. You're a Saka like said, fan, yeah? 
I love Saka. As I said, um, I don't love a lot about Arsenal. I'm going to lie to you. But <laughs> Saka, I give him his... Re- I'm just saying, I'm, I love watching him. He's so consistent. Mm. What do you love about him? Mm. I love the way he mixes his game up. I love the way he mixes his game up. I love the way he's coming inside. Um, he's dropped his uh, shoulder, go out on the outside sometimes. Um, I love to see him running in behind without the ball a bit more. Like mm. I said, he can do everything. I love him to just beat the man because he beat the man with the ball every time. I love him to beat him without the ball as well. Mm. And like I said, um, but he's so consistent. Such a good point that, you know, for young, that's why I like when we get players on you from different positions as well and getting their perspective. Like wingers nowadays, it's like all of them want the ball to feet. Yeah. The hardest thing, the easiest thing for a defender is when mm. the forward gets the ball to feet. Mm. I'm so happy because I can get someone else to block that pass into him maybe mm. or... I can go tight to him and really not let him go. He ain't going to turn. But the moment he starts threatening to go behind, like Azza would always do opposite movement to get him behind, come short and then go long, right? The moment he does that, I've got to step off. Mm. And then he's going to get it to feet and run with, with the ball. But the worst one is if the ball gets played in behind and these guys pace, mm. mate, it's a the moment that phase of plays over, it's either a goal, a shot, mm-hmm. a cross, mm-hmm. and then you've got to run back up the pitch looking at the manager screaming at you yeah. as a defender. It's like it's a nightmare, and they all I, come to feet. Yeah, yeah, I don't see it enough, as I said. And some of these players, like I said, and like I said, he's got everything. He's so quick as well. Mm. I'm like, just come shot, spin him. Even do it early. Let's do it early. And watch him just drop. He'll give mm. you 10 yards. Yeah. He'll get the ball every time to feet. Rashford needs to do that more. See, Rashford's having a rough time at the moment. Mm. Don't get the ball to feet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know think because things ain't coming them off. runs. You see it in the stadium; like, it'll make twenty of them runs, and no one plays it. Yeah, but, but this is where. You're, uh, so if you're, uh, it's probably better for you to answer that. Yeah, so yeah. if you're playing a, a game of football yeah. and you're making three or four runs to get in behind because you know that's where you want the ball and yeah. it's not coming, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm screaming at them. I'm screaming at them, telling them, "Listen, I want the ball. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah, I mean, you got you got players who can find them. Is so, Marcus doing that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yes, I'm saying. Is he demanding it? Is yeah. he literally saying, "Listen." Get me the ball. And literally, I'm coming short, I'm spinning him. I've ran. I've made three, four runs. You literally go run over and tell him. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the ball goes out of play, whatever. Run over and let him know. Because they've got the players, Ericsson, um, Fernandez. These players will find you. Mm. You know what I mean? As a winger, I was always felt like the only way you can complain, and literally, is if you do not get the ball. Mm. But then, if you're not getting it, you have to demand it. You literally have to listen, stand and scream at people and say, listen, pass me every time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, when you're not playing well, you're half doing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've seen yeah, players. Yeah. I've been don't there. Give it to me, please. Yeah, I've don't been there. Give it to me, but I don't want to. Don't even know if give it to me, but it's not the same. Do you know what I mean? For when you're literally yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. half wanted it. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's true though. When you're not playing well, you're half like, yo, I was on. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like I was yeah. on. Rather than yo, listen, I'm on. Listen, pass me the ball now. Mm. Like literally, I've gone three times. What are you doing? Who, who would you be doing that with when your team's like at Spurs or wherever? Whoever it be, whoever was in the middle of the park. But I was, like I said, when I first went there, obviously I played with Mike Carrick. So it was amazing for me. Oh. Amazing. He was, like I said, one of the most underrated players I've ever played with. Um, and literally, I knew once we got eye contact, I'm either going in behind or it's coming straight to my feet. Mm-hmm. I didn't, nothing else. Eye contact. What even have to speak to Carrick? He was that good. Um, wow. That player. Honestly, one of the best. But like I said, anyone who was us, if it was the number 10, it would be Robbie Keane, uh, Van der Vaar, these players, Modric. Um, Tom Odister, another one, amazing. Oh, but like I said, if they wasn't giving me, or they'd go on the other side, I'm literally telling them, like, what's happening? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or if it's half time, I'm literally saying, listen, lads, like, I need the ball, like, mm. I'm not getting anything. So, mm. um, but that comes with confidence, trust me, when you're not playing well, like you said, you're telling people what you're, you're not really telling them. Mm. So, so I wanted to talk about, you, you talk about England here, and obviously it's the international break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You managed to play at the pinnacle for England, man. Yeah. And for me, that era is is always amazing because, you know, you obviously had the United boys, you had the, the Arsenal boys, whatever. Yeah. What was it like for you 
turning up. What, what, what's, what's, what's your problem? What Arsenal players? <laughs> we, we, have, we have players. Did we not have players? Name them. Listen, I ain't doing all of that Go right on, now. Go on, name them. I, I, I ain't doing all of that right now. Name no, them. I'm talking about during a period of time, you know, England and name Arsenal one. were name providing name the one. most name amount of one. international players. Name so, them. Aaron, when you first get into the England clap, when you first get into the England yeah, when you get into the England camp, actually cold as well for a period. When you get into the England camp, um, what's that like? Five minutes went to a big like you're, you're playing with the, the big guys. Now, yeah, do you that, know what I mean? that whole period happened so quick for me. Mm -hmm. I think I come to Tottenham. I wasn't really playing at the beginning. I was homesick, not enjoying it. Mm -hmm. um, I come in the team towards the back end of Christmas time and literally just hit the ground running. I was mm -hmm. firing every week. Um, quick call up to the 21s. I played, I think, one game for them. And all of a sudden, you get a call. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The first team. Wow! And it just happened like that within four months. I'm like, I'm with the, I'm with the first team and with the big boys. Do you know what I mean? But the only good thing what helped me a lot with that is we had quite a few players in that squad. So yeah. we had like, I think Defoe was in there, JJ, yeah. Ledley King was in and out, mm -hmm. Robbo, Dawes, Michael Carrick that first season. Mm -hmm. So that helped me settle in, like easier to that squad. But yeah. I remember first turning up there and I'm like, wow, I'm actually here with these man. Like I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie to you, I was yeah. nervous. It's funny, I tell people, it's like, I was nervous off the pitch, but as soon as I was in the training ground, I think I was, I was Bro, do, do you Do you remember, because I've told these like this before, do you remember that time in training where you got it on like the edge of the box, like you turned and ran through the whole team in training and everyone was going like, who's this guy? Man? Yeah, <laughs> vaguely. Was early on, when it, I think yeah. one, of, one of my first oh, couple yeah. of sessions, yeah, vaguely. There was only a couple of wow sessions. That was one of the wow things that in mm. training that I was like, right, Wayne Rooney done that other one. Yeah. But then when you done that, I was like, right, this guy's the truth. Mm. It's funny because the reason why I ask about the sessions is because online I saw Cole Palmer and Rico Lewis and they were doing the rondo. I don't know if you lot see, mm. they looked like they fitted in perfectly. Mm. Like, honestly, they had people. It's probably a, it's probably a level down or two from City. From rondo. City. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought they're used to this, man. They're doing mm. this with like all the big boys. Like for you, what are the things that you saw in the training session where you're like, yo, this is, this is elite? Yeah, no, nah, that's the thing. I talk about this a few times, especially to other players. And I said, that's when the level went up for me. So even just in possession, how fast it was. Um, mm. Making a run, getting found every time. Um, By who? Whoever, Rooney, uh, Kyrie, like I said, who else is it? Gerard, Gerard. Lampard, all these Gerard players. Got up for a goal kick now. <laughs> <laughs> That's Stevie was the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah is it? Stevie Tell him. Like, who's him. the best out of them? Like, you play with skulls? Nah, I mean, it's like I just came after him. So, so who's the best out of them? Like, you know that Lampard. Lampard, Lampard yeah, for me, for me, it was Stevie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, without question. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was. For me, he had everything. Um, I said to him, one of the best players I've ever played with. Mm. I watched him like, just, 
I never see players be able to just pick the game up and just run the whole game from the middle of the midfield. Um, I felt like even in training, I felt like if I'm on Stevie's team, I'm gonna win. To, we're gonna win today, either mm. it be possession or whether it be a small side game, whether mm. it be the eleven v eleven. And I felt Stevie had that influence mm. on on the on that session. So you, you was a young kid coming in the team. Yeah. What are Cole Palmer and Rico Lewis feeding? What, what's what's the feeling that? Excited, nervous. I think it's but I think it's changed because like when I look at that score, I think when I came through. There was only me really coming through on my own. I think Theo came through a little bit towards with mm. the World Cup, but everyone else was a, maybe five, six Sadness, years. I think yeah. now England's like a young group that like they all know each other already. Mm. It feels like it feels like it's just a twenty ones have been pushed up yeah. Yeah. together. And I think mm. even that's why they brought Gareth in. Mm. They've like molded them all in as this one unit. Mm. Whereas I think when I came through, it was just the odd one. And you lot was already established as this mm. big firm group all got picked every, do you know what I mean mm. whereas me I felt like I came through on my own so um, that was like I said it was exciting but it was nervous coming into it but now nah, I loved it especially at the beginning anyway mm. man you know what when I when I hit God's I was going to say save half of this for the actual interview oh yeah. man <laughs> guys we've got an amazing amazing session coming go on what Southgate's contract's up after the uh, Euros yeah. How quick are we giving him a bullet? And who are we getting in? I think he goes in general, you know, because I just think, unless he wins, I think he chooses to go. I think he chooses to go. Yeah, I think he chooses to go. Look, guys, there's there's news that we've been seeing over the last uh, few days. Everton deducted 10 points. 10 points. You know, I got my mini trophy there last year. Arsenal, we we could have won the team. Do you know what I mean? So if, for example, Everton are being punished, then I want to know what's going on with City, you know, because that might mean... They're saying City and something. Chelsea, innit? Because they've got issues now. They're saying, so, listen, I don't care what you're going to do, but I'm ringing Jolien Lescott up. If anything happens with City and they get punished, Jolien... I want your medal yeah. <laughs> delivered, no. hand, hand delivered to my house, and I'm wearing that medal. Right, oh. that Aguero moment's gone. Oh. Right? Everything's gone. Oh. So, Julian, just make sure you bring the medal. Yeah. W would that mean that the trebles cancelled? Right. No, there's so many permutations. There's, there's so there's there's 115 different permutations. Of what yeah. Right? <laughs> You've got. If you if you're going off what Everton was one instance of mm. overspending to so about nineteen and a half million, which it's hundred points then, isn't it? If you're going off what, one uh, point, one, it's, one, it's one, over a thousand points. Is it? Yeah, which they've wow. only got about fourteen hundred points, I think, since Sheikh Mansour took over. So just stick them in Northwest Counties and we'll figure it out. <laughs> Start from Northwest Counties, probably the same league as Women's Shaw. This is all alleged. Not the same level of fans. All allegedly. Not in, they're, they're accused. No. Nah, but They've also we, we spoke to David Ornstein though, Steve, uh, on the Five Channel. If you saw the video on Friday, check it out if you haven't. Um, he said that even though there's 115 charges, he goes that a lot of them are repeats. Mm -hmm. So, he, so for example, they're they're repeats, isn't it? So, if <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Basically, it's not like 115 fresh charges. There's some that are like duplicates. What do you mean? <laughs> you don't hit you. Right. Anyway, so so yeah, so either way, obviously they're they're looking into it. They've got their super lawyer team, and this could change the face of football. Be real, they should they should probably take them off them, right? And if they do, it's the, the same sort of thing as the Calcio scandal in Italy when yeah. they 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 take on the titles off Juventus. off uh, Juventus yeah. and relegated them. Realistically, if the charges are to that level, they should be. And the whole thing is that they've been uncooperative. Like this is all. I mean. 
the only defense I think they've got is that the way the information was obtained isn't quite legal. Mm-hmm. But I believe the I don't believe the FN and the Premier League charge them if they don't. They they they, they charge them within moments of them being um, acquitted from cast, wasn't it? Mm. With the UEFA one, with financial fair play. So they're mental if they watch all of that happen and then go, bosh, if they haven't got other stuff or other jurisdiction, because they look absolutely ridiculous. So in layman terms, Steve, we so just to cut you off, City face <laughs> accusations that that it has inflated the value of sponsorship deals. Uh, the Premier League claimed that Man City was not truthful in its reporting of contracts, detailing the comp compensation of its managers and certain players in several seasons. Joel, Pep's brother got given a club. How do you know this though? Let's just wait anyway. We've just got to wait. We've got to be patient. Yeah. Just wait. Mancini's out here with rocking two bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, being real, what's likely to happen is you're going up against a state with unlimited money. They will get lawyers that have got qualifications you didn't know existed and they will wrap the FA up in so much litigation that they'll probably get like a five-point deduction suspended for 10 years. Something absolutely... Or a fine. And a big fine. Yeah, yeah. or a fine, which yeah. is pathetic because how would you how would you find a rich person? You're basically saying it's legal with a cost. Mm. So does that mean, yeah, this is just me thinking out No, you're not. Here, you didn't yeah. win the title last year. Ah, uh, because I was going to go grab my mini trophy <laughs> over there. I was going to say, so does that mean that City, if City and Chelsea were to be found guilty and they strip them points or whatever, yeah, like, do you actually get the title? I don't think so. I don't think it happened in, in um, no, the they just, they just, they just, just take the title. No one won it. They came second, no one won it. But I'll take that medal off. Oh, is it? So, <laughs> you can't have that medal, can you? Yeah, you can't have it. You might as well give it to me then. <laughs> I love when I ain't got one. <laughs> I got you, I got you. So now looking no, at. Um, you got to think of the knock on effects, though. So if, if the Premier League said, right, okay, all of these leagues didn't happen and, and City lost them all. Then you've got people going, well, we would have qualified for Champions League. Mm. Well, we would have done this. Like, the knock-ons must be yeah, but, just but in Juventus, I think it just, like, it was like, they got relegated, everyone else shut up. That's mm. it. They get punished and move on. But they do things differently over there in Italy, right? yeah. so we'll see. Um, Man United... Structural changes. Manchester United CEO Richard Arnold leaves the club by the end of the year. Steve, what the heck is happening over there, man? Well, there was something me and Rio were chatting privately when we were the other day about um, what's going on with some of this and um, some ways that some people got into their roles at United. Um, I think Richard Arnold's had a, a shake of it. Obviously, with this new 25% stake that Jim Radcliffe's got, there was loads of talk about who's getting what, who's coming in and doing what. It seems like they got the fella off Star Trek to come and be the new CEO, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Uh, Jean-Claude Blanc, um, who was the guy that's done a lot of like sports marketing stuff, I believe he was the person that, um, amongst other things, got the Jordan brand deal Jordan with um, Paris, which was, you know, I could see something Monumental. like that for United being like, quite significant if he did something similar. There's still a lot of talk of the likes of Paul Mitchell coming in, so Dave Brailsford coming in. So immediately, it looks a different story to the Glazers. Like we was joking every week, one of that. If I go and get a job as a T-boy at United, I'll be head of youth department in a fortnight because they just seem to give jobs to whoever's around the office. So it's actually good that they're going finding people that have got experience. good top-end experience elsewhere and looking to bring them in. Now, I still think Jim Radcliffe has to come out and address the fans because mm-hmm. the one major, not, I mean, there's there's a lot, in there, let's be real. One of the biggest gripes with the Glazers is they show how much they care by the fact that they've never spoke to us in 18 years. Mm-hmm. It's a piss take. So if Jim Radcliffe wants to almost be seen as different to them, 
He needs to come talk to the fans. And what do you want him to say? Just come here, innit? All that, yeah. <laughs> come, come on, five and have a come chat. Here, come here. And get lunch in. Since you wedded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, of course, if you had a choice then, I'm asking you and Rio, who's your number one pick so far? For what? See ya next, after Richard Arnold. I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about what the CEO of United realistically needs to do and what the qualifications are and who the candidates are. Yeah. Richard Arnold I, I, came in and was different because he, he, he sat down with the fans. He looked like he gave a shit. Yeah, I like all that as well. But I think the most important person is going to be the director of football mm. because that person is the, the one that sets the culture. You see what they do. I keep referring to City, but they're the benchmark at the moment. But they brought in people before Pep came to set the culture, to set the standards, to set the framework for a coach to come in and then work. And they take away a lot of the stuff around the manager. And I think these new people coming in will be a big thing for Eric Ten Hag as well because he's having to, to kind of bat off all the different things that are going on outside of the pitch. That person hopefully comes in and starts taking that responsibility and let him just concentrate on picking a team. Uh, so um, I think it can help in many ways. But again, the person has to be given a bit of time as well. There's a lot of stuff to unravel here. You've got to remember that when... Ranić left and when Mourinho left they alluded to big problems Open behind the heart scenes surgery, yeah, big said. problems behind the scenes that no one was able to see or understand but we're seeing that now mm. so there's a lot to be done behind the scenes so the person has to, doesn't matter who it needs to be the right person basically Fergie did about seven jobs yeah <laughs> when he left people yeah. were like Ruh. uh who's going to no, do that Fergie and Mr Gill oh yeah that's that would be a good one Rio you know Mr Gill <laughs> honestly does he work for you for now yeah, he's, he's, he's Mr. Gill. I don't even call him David Gill. Really? Uh, Out of respect, I, I, yeah? I'd say Mr. Gill. He says, really? It's David. I said, I can't, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Aaron, I was going to say, you've, for example, when you left Leeds, yeah. the club was in a mad situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that like, you know, as a player? Do you feel the effects when you've got issues going up, going on at the top? Uh, we did then, but obviously it's a different situation. Obviously yeah, the club course. was going bust. Mm -hmm. um, was there you, problems with pay? Yeah, yeah, completely. You're seeing players not getting paid. You're seeing, yeah, you see, yeah, you see. I was on, I was a YT then, so it didn't. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I was still young, um, but I was in the first team. But obviously, mm. you couldn't. I was on eight quid a week, so it was a minor yeah. to me. Um, but um, you're seeing members of staff just getting gone. You know, what I mean, you turn up one morning, and all of a sudden, it's like, wow, oh, there's only two physios in. Where's the other one? He's like, yeah, he's gone. The wow. team, yeah, it was wow. quite like. Cutthroat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kitchen lady's gone. They've been there for 50 years at the club. Do you know what I mean? Just gone. Like, now there's one lady doing the drinks or whatever now. Um, and it, yeah, but obviously it was a, it's a different situation, but yeah, it was causing a lot of headache within the club. And it, it did eventually. It caused so much problems on the pitch because every day he was having meetings. One player wants this way, another player wants this. Um, then you've got PFA coming in, trying to sort it all out. So it was just a mess. It was just a mess. Um, and it's a shame because obviously it ended up killing the club anyway for a long period of time. Yeah. Was it? Did you did you feel your football get affected you, yourself personally? Like I said, I was so young. I was coming through. Um, you uh, won't care about that. Yeah, you, you didn't. You, you didn't young. really. You just wanted to literally go on the pitch. It was just like I'm sat in these meetings. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, I want to just go play. Um, mm. But I pretty much knew as well because of I had signed just signed a professional contract just before that. That that was pretty much done. I knew I was on the way out, and that was the difficult part for me knowing that. Mm. They're gonna have to sell me. Would you love to stay at Leeds, like? Yeah, yeah. As, as your, your local club and that. Yeah, then I was I was devastated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like obviously literally saying no, nah, no, nah, I'm staying. But it got to the stage where it's literally like you have to go. Like wow. the clubs in the administration, they have to sell anyone. Anyone they come for basically is gone. 
<laughs> so uh, yeah, it was tough. And obviously, I was so young. Do you know what I mean? So it was um, it was challenging time, but. Yeah, That's what the Leeds fans, they, they don't, they, like, some of the Leeds fans don't like me because I went Man United, but they don't realise it's like Aaron saying, I'm not lying, I had to go. <laughs> they had to sell me because otherwise the club's going into the administration yeah. and stuff. So, mm. so, you just, so, so you actually helped the situation as much as you could. Well, you, you slowed the by. process of getting to administration much, down yeah, type yeah. of thing, do you know what I mean? So, but okay. yeah, man, it's, it it's, it's a, a crazy situation. Yeah. Listen, guys, there's a special episode coming out with Aaron that um, I'm not even going to lie to you. We're going to record and we're going to release it when you guys are ready for it to come out. Um, obviously, there's Premier League action back next week, but I want you guys to stay tuned on the channel because obviously we've got Vibe Five. We've got the Mikel interview that we just did that is blowing up. We've got a Beyond the 90 with Harry Pinero that's about to do a madness, mm. like serious madness. Mm. And yeah, we've got David Ornstein, Steve and Ash. Loads more content coming up. Yeah, Ash and Steve, Steve and Ash, whatever. Head's gone. Uh, but please make sure you like, share, comment and subscribe and keep on watching. We're only 10,000 subscribers away from 1 million subs. Rio, what, what are we, we doing? doing for a million? If it's not an absolute madness. No, you know what I want to do? I want to send a family on holiday. What? Yeah, abroad. Yeah, Give family. them a big, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it can't be a family. What? Send, send family? <laughs> I don't know. Send a family abroad on holiday. Real. Subscribers. Real. Yeah, Fuck the family. Of, are we having a party or what? No, no. One of the subscribers is going to pick a name out of the hat and the subscribers, they're going to go on a holiday, family holiday. We're going to do, Football Escape is the company I'm involved in. They're going to send someone away. Somewhere. To where? I don't know, man. Portugal, maybe. In the heat in the summer when it's blazing hot in a hotel. <laughs> All paid for. Yeah? Yeah, food, everything. Because for a million money. subscribers. Really? you yeah. got to throw That's in like... I think I'll get him a Cristiano Ronaldo shirt signed and everything. you got to subscribe and you've got to be following us on socials as well. There's yeah. there's a lot of stuff being offered right now. You don't want to miss out. You following, you ain't what, getting what, shit. What should right. it, what should Stop piping the, the audience off. What are we doing for yeah. a million? Yeah, I think we have a night out. Oh, thank yeah? You. That's yeah. nice. Guys, thank you for watching and we'll be back soon. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 